Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to episode number 448 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell, and with me today is Amanda. We have some highlights from another stereo broadcast, and things go way way off the rails. I don't even think we're in the same county as the rails. We are going to talk about strong food opinions and sandwiches, including whether red velvet is the very worst dessert and the egg continuum of quiche to pie. If you need to silly laugh, you have come to the right episode. And if you like this episode, Tuesday nights, 7.30 Eastern on Stereo, you can join us for another broadcast. Just go to Stereo.com slash smartbitches. Today's episode is brought to you by Love at First by Kate Claiborne, one of the most anticipated books of this year with what Christina Lauren calls the most delightful cast of characters I've met in ages. Love at First features bickering, meddlesome neighbors, found family, and a slow burn romance. That ticks a lot of boxes, right? 16 years ago, a teenaged Will Sterling saw, or rather heard, the girl of his dreams. Standing beneath an apartment building balcony, he shared a perfect moment with a lovely, warm-voiced stranger. It's a memory that's never faded, though he's put so much of his past behind him. Now, an unexpected inheritance has brought Will back to that same address, where he plans to offload his new property and get back to his regular life as an overworked doctor. Instead, he encounters a woman, two balconies above, who is uncannily familiar. No matter how surprised Nora Clark is by her reaction to handsome and curious Will, or the whispered pre-dawn conversations that they share, she will not let his plans ruin her quirky, close-knit building. Bound by her loyalty to her adored grandmother, she sets out to foil his efforts with a little bit of light sabotage. But beneath the surface of their feud is a connection and maybe the perfect second chance. 
You can find Love at First by Kate Claiborne wherever books are sold. Find out more at kensingtonbooks.com. This podcast episode is also brought to you by Native. Native Aluminum Free Deodorant is a great addition to your 2021 routine. Native cares about what you put on your armpits. That's why their deodorants ingredient list includes things you've actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. And another plus, none of their products are tested on animals and almost everything is vegan. Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping in the U.S., plus 30-day free returns and exchanges. And they have options. So many options. Plastic-free if you're trying to cut down on your plastic consumption. Sensitive deodorants if you are sensitive to things like baking soda. And if you want to try something different, they have limited edition scents like palm leaf and bergamot and tangerine and citrus blossom. You can even subscribe so you'll never have to sweat <laughs> about running out of deodorant again. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash trashybooks or use promo code trashybooks at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash trashybooks or use promo code trashybooks at checkout for 20% off your first order. Hello and thank you to our Patreon community. Every episode receives a transcript in part because of the support from the Patreon community. A lot of folks will use an AI for their transcripts, and that is totally fine. Our transcripts are hand compiled by a human transcriptionist named Garlic Knitter, not their real name, but still, that's how we roll on the internet. And every episode is accessible because of Patreon support. So if you would like to join the Patreon community, please have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. Thank you again to a Patreon community, and thank you, Garlic Knitter, for transcribing every episode, especially the really, 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 really long ones. This episode is also brought to you by Ritual, a vegan-friendly multivitamin delivered to your door that's formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. I like knowing what's in my vitamins, and I like knowing what is not in my vitamins, and Ritual does not contain sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants. I also like knowing the supply chain of each ingredient, something I hadn't really thought about but very much appreciate knowing, and how some of the ingredients were developed to be vegan-friendly. I also like that it doesn't make me feel nauseated, and as soon as I finish bottle, hello, a new one has arrived. I can start, snooze, or cancel my subscription any time. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com forward slash Sarah. That's ritual.com forward slash Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, to start your ritual today. We talk a lot about food and video games and things that are making us feel better in this episode. And I would love to know what is making you feel better. So you can join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on Stereo, or you can email me at sbjpodcast at gmail.com. But please know that I love hearing from you, and I am so very excited to share this episode with you. On with my conversation with Amanda. All right, so tell me, what is the first thing that is making you happy lately? This is going to be nothing but serotonin and dopamine this whole hour. <laughs> uh, I know what it is, but I want to hear you say it so I can hear how happy you sound. <laughs> um, I'm slightly ashamed. Um, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you knew this so I did know this and I'm so proud of you I'm so 
proud. Like I can't even tell you how proud I am. I, in in are, Yiddish, I'm I'm quelling. I'm genuinely quelling here. You're, I think, like the only one who <laughs> gave me positive reinforcement about this decision. Making the good choices. I think you should tell all eight people who are listening right now what wonderful, <laughs> glorious, amazing, terrific thing you did. Because it was a uh, good I re- thing. I re-downloaded World of Warcraft. <laughs> Yay! Did you create a whole new character? I did, because everything's so different. Like, I still have my old character. I, I did the math, and she is 15 years old now. <laughs> you have a teenager. <laughs> I have a teenage World of Warcraft character. Um, <laughs> everything's so different. That I was like, I just need to start over and create a new character so I can learn how everything works now. And it's very right. different. Um, I still have my old one. Uh, her her name is Sorry Guys. Um, <laughs> she's, she's a restoration even 15, druid. <laughs> even 15 years ago, you were fucking badass. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I love it so much. But I created a new character. She's a shaman named Judy Dench. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think I could possibly get happier than I am right now. I've decided <laughs> that like all future new characters are just going to be old, older, stately actresses. So, like, there's going to be a Maggie Smith and a Julie Andrews. I love yeah, this I'm plan. Just gonna go- <laughs> so, like, that's what I'm going. But like, I I enjoy playing it so much, and I think there's a lot of like collection aspects to the game, like mm-hmm. you know pets and mounts and like all these different things. And I was like a big collector when I played. Um, so to come back and have like all these new things to collect, like I just I know some people don't like games where you have to like grind quests and collect things and whatever but i love it i find it so enjoyable like i don't care have you seen me farming on stardew valley like i I love it i love it so much i don't care about doing like player versus player stuff or you like you know do battlegrounds or arena or anything like that i just like running around getting pets and new mounts and objects and it's, you know, hoarding in my game. <laughs> so you got to hoard your supplies. It's part of the gameplay. It was nice to like go through and just have like a nice nostalgic moment, like looking at all the old like mounts and achievements that I have on my account because like all of your achievements are like account wise. So I can see all the stuff that I kind of like earned from my my first character I ever made. Um, but it's, I, I really enjoy it. And yay! <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I see, my- see my expression right now. I am so <laughs> excited for you. Like, were you playing and just like, this is fucking awesome. I feel great. Hell yeah. Were you really it's, into it? It's so absorbing. Um, and they've done a lot of stuff that's new. So, you know, like, the game for a long time didn't really change, like, the beginning starting areas. 
So you're just like doing the same stuff over and over and over again. Um, but now things are new. And one of my friends from grad school, Bree, so she recently built her own computer. Um, Bad ass. Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Um, and I saw it on her Instagram stories and I was, you know, complimented her. And she's like, yeah, I'm playing Warcraft again. She's like, you should totally join me and share in my sin is what she said. <laughs> and I mean, there's no more perfect description to attract you, right? I have no willpower. All I need, <laughs> all I need is one person to validate a bad decision. And that's like, sorry, you know, five Five people could say, Amanda, don't, don't do this. But if one person is like, yeah, you know what? You should do it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I should. Mm -hmm. And I'm <laughs> on board. Um, but it's like my roommate was like, oh, no, Amanda, what did you do? Emma <laughs> was like, what have you done? She's like, promise me you'll be responsible. And I'm over here like, yay. Know, like I know people I'm every party gif that ever happened I know people are worried that like I'll get addicted to it again and neglect friends and family but when I played it hardcore I was in high school which is a lot different, different than being an adult with responsibilities and jobs and stuff like that so yep. and also can know. I point something out can I point something out yeah. in high school from what you've told me there were many aspects of your real life that you probably felt like escaping into worlds of Warcraft was a genuine escape that you probably needed. And there are elements of your life right now, which, you know, probably are not the most optimal given quarantines. Yeah. But you have less miserable things to escape in your immediate environment. It's true. I mean, and then World of Warcraft did ruin my life for a period of time. Um, yeah, but now you have Linus. Somebody's got to clean the cat box. Yeah, I do have Linus. Um, so that's one thing that is, I downloaded it Yay! Monday. Monday. Um, Monday. And so yesterday. I've been, I've been yeah, yesterday. Was it? Oh, God. Yeah, Monday was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so today is Whoops. Tuesday. Yesterday <laughs> was Thursday. Today it is Friday. <laughs> Tomorrow is Saturday. <laughs> Sunday comes so after. Been, I think I just hit like level 11. They've like changed all of the leveling, leveling mechanics are different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything's different. But I heard it's like really quick to like level up and I don't know, like I'm I'm really enjoying probably after I get done after we're done like stereoing, I'm going to go play. <laughs> yes. Yes, you but, deserve something yeah. that makes you feel happy. You deserve something that makes you feel happy and it gives you joy and also lets you beat Judy Dench. I am 100% team Judy Dench. And anyone who says otherwise is just wrong. I was like going through my old characters and I went through like a food phase where I had like Pop Tart and like Mounds and all the joy. And just like, <laughs> like, all right, cool. So, yeah, I, I re-downloaded World of Warcraft. I bought the new expansion um, so I could play everything. Um, and with that came, like, a, Good free, for you. a free month of playtime. So I have at least a month to decide if this is what I want to keep doing. Awesome. But so far, it's been really nice. I've, I've enjoyed Yay! getting back into it. 
isn't it wonderful that there's something that worked for you 15 years ago and it's still there and it works for you now? It's like, it's like my older child Pokemon. We went to this concert yeah. of the music from Pokemon with the National Symphony, like the, the, the District of Columbia National Symphony playing the Pokemon soundtrack, which was, by the way, amazing. But in this auditorium and in this, in this concert hall were little kids and teenagers and adults and their parents, and everyone was just rocking out to Pokemon. It was multiple generations. And for there to be something that works for you for so many generations... In so many years, that's just awesome. I love that. Pokemon has had like several iterations. Like you know, I grew up. Yes. Oh yeah. One. My friend Emma grew up with another one. Like, for example, so Nintendo Direct comes out. They're doing a Direct tomorrow, I think. Um, Yes. Would love more deets on Pokemon Snap, which is coming out in March. But I grew up with the N sixty four. Pokemon and, Day is in a week and a half, too. We'll get more then. Yeah, so I'm super excited for Pokemon Snap to come out um, in March. But, like, for example, Emma, who is a friend of mine and I think, like, eight years younger than me, didn't grow up with Pokemon Snap. So she's not excited. She wants news of, like, uh, the remastered, like, was it Pokemon Diamond and Pearl? Like, that's what she's excited about. Yes, uh, that's that's what my older child is excited about, too, the remastered game. We have a message. You want to hear it? Yeah. So you want to know what makes me feel happy? Okay. In no, yes. uh, in no particular order, uh, drinking, <laughs> okay. uh, making and eating pizza. Yeah. And watching videos of dogs on Instagram. There are more, but uh, let's start with those three. That's a good three. Eating, drinking, and eating animals. And pizza. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. On my my list, I just had a gin and ginger. I had a ginger beer, ginger lime, and, and cherries. That was that was excellent. Um, we like you. You're fabulous, and I'm glad that pizza and drinking and dogs on Instagram are making you if happy. Those would make me if happy. You're, if you're still listening, uh, NHC, do you have like a favorite dog Instagram account? Because you know. Oh, this is a good question. More. We need. Do you have some? Favorite we need to dogs expand. To the Edinburgh Samoyed Rescue. So it's just a bunch of Samoyeds <gasps> in Scotland. Um, I love their Instagram. Perfect account. place for them. It's like, just fluffy white dogs frolicking around Scotland. That's okay. Favorite. One of my favorite Twitter accounts, it is a cat, but is Pepito. Pepito is a French cat. And there is a camera and a sensor on the cat door. And Pepito will, the Twitter account just tells you if Pepito is out or if Pepito is in. <laughs> so you get these grainy pictures of this cat exiting the cat door. Or coming back in. And sometimes I'll like wake up in the morning and I'm sort of half caffeinated scrolling Twitter. Pepito is in. Oh, I'm so glad Pepito came in. I don't I don't know where this cat is, but yeah, I I love watching Pepito come in and out of his cat door on in France on Twitter. This is the greatest use of automated photograph technology I can think of, right? I think I follow more now that I'm looking at it. I follow more like cat accounts, but I also hmm. love uh what is it the the pied dog walker so they're like a professional Ooh. dog walker in the boston area and they just take gorgeous photos of 
the dogs Aww. that they walk like in the snow and oh i love that account so much and all the dogs are just so well behaved posing for photos if I walk two dogs at the same time sometimes, and that is um, a a gymnastic jazzercise walk. And I can't imagine walking more than two. And I see like my neighbor who's a dog walker; he's got like eight. Yeah, no, this and one of them is as big dogs. as my car. Yeah, how do you do that? It's amazing. They're big; like they they walk. I think like two Bernies Mountain Dogs and a bunch oh of my like, God. labs, and yeah, they're you can just put on roller skates and go. I that you're just an accident waiting to happen in that case. <laughs> oh, for sure. So can I tell you what makes me happy? One of the things that makes mm-hmm. me happy, because, you know, I brought a list. Yes. Of course I played is. video games. Right. I, you know me. I You're lucky I didn't start a Google Calendar for this. <laughs> I mean, I have it on Google Calendar, but the list isn't there. Um, I played video games all afternoon yesterday. Just like you. I started playing yeah. Witcher 3. Um, I attempted to kill a, a water hag and she killed me four times. So I gave up and then I killed something else. I picked flowers. I got a ham sandwich Damn off hag. a dead guy. Damn hag. And I, I, I got ham sandwiches and I, uh, killed some drowners with a crossbow and I got some swords and I was very, very relaxed. And then I switched to Stardew Valley, which was like even more relaxing. Yeah. And I got my first chickens. I am a blue skinned creature with green broccoli hair i have decided that yeah. i'm a miniature frost giant and i got my chicken coop with my chunkins and i named my chunkin adazad and life is good and i was so <laughs> relaxed and happy by the time i sat down to dinner and dinner yesterday was tomato soup and grilled cheese and salad so i ate a vegetable and then ate ate all of the grilled cheese sandwiches i love i love a grilled cheese and tomato soup um and so you you like- convinced us you convinced us the to mayo? use mayonnaise on the grilled cheese. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a game changer. So, so good. good. Yeah, the fat like really crisps up the bread. So for those of you who don't know, if you like grilled cheese, even if yes. you don't like mayonnaise, that's okay. You don't really taste it. But if Mm-mm. you put a little bit of mayonnaise on each side of the bread as you're toasting it, it gives like a nice crispy crunch to the, to the bread. So highly recommend the mayonnaise trick. But well, I've been playing R- Raft with Emma and her sister. Yes. And there's something so satisfying about the three of us. Like, there's there are these giant seabirds that will drop rocks on you. And you have to... Well, that like, seems unkind. With, it is. It's very rude. You have to shoot them with a bow and <laughs> arrow. Um. So, like, we're okay. trying to dodge these rocks being dropped on our heads, shooting at this giant bird with a bow and arrow, and just, like, the feeling of, like, killing it as you're all, like, shooting it with your bows. <laughs> we're like, yeah! And then you can, like, <laughs> mount the bird head on your raft. So we did. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So we have some messages, but before I forget, I want to tell you about a food thing. Mm-hmm. So, so we bought the DiGiorno croissant crust pizza. Yes, that's right. And today, my younger child was like, can I have that for lunch today? And we were like, you have to give us a piece because we need to try it. So Adam yeah. and I shared a piece. It is really good. It's good. Because okay. it, 
the the crust is really light. It's all foldy laminate. It does not taste like a croissant. It's not a low calorie. It is meal. not a low calorie <laughs> meal by a long shot. Not that I but, thought and it the, would be. Not that you thought it would be, but it is, you know how sometimes micro or frozen pizzas or, 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 you know, grocery store ready-made pizzas, the crust can be a little too sweet and thick. This was light and it wasn't too sweet and it was really, really good. I mean, so I, I recommend. I don't have a discerning palate. So like, I remember when I think it was like Pizza Hut, I think it might've been Pizza Hut who did like. The hot dogs in the pizza crust. Like, I was Was it Pizza Hut that. that did the hot dogs in the pizza crust? I thought it was. Adam does not Maybe remember, not. which is unfortunately. Maybe it was. If mean, you are listening and you know who put hot dogs in pizza crust, leave us a message and let us know. Hot dog pizza crust. A stoned person? Yeah, Adam says it was a stoned person, whoever it was. Bless <laughs> them. Hot dogs in the pizza crust. Bless them all the way It home. is Pizza Hut. Oh. It was Pizza Hut. Awesome. I can't eat Pizza Hut. Their sauce makes me ill. But hot dogs and pizza crust, I mean, it's a protein. It counts. I think it's discontinued, which is probably for the best. That's probably better <laughs> for the world. Yeah. yeah. All right. You wanna, we've got another message. You ready? Yeah. All right. Did you really put mayonnaise on your grilled cheese sandwich? How did that taste? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let, let, let us correct the record here. If you jumped in, so one, I enjoy mayonnaise. So this is not a hardship for me. Um, Man- two, she would eat it with a spoon. Mayonnaise makes you happy, right? Ma- mayonnaise is a I, thing that makes you happy. It's in the top five. I'm from the South. We put mayonnaise on and in everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like if we had to play like which condiment can you only keep for the rest of your life, it would be mayonnaise. Um so, Meanwhile, for the record, <laughs> I am Jewish, but I converted. And there was a time in in the before times, recent history, probably 2019, where my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law were standing in front of my open fridge, openly judging the fact that I had a big-ass container of mayonnaise, and they didn't know what to do with that. I only buy the big container. Like, I <laughs> waste my time. <laughs> why waste my time? But you don't put right? Why? What is even the point? You don't put mayonnaise in the sandwich. It doesn't go in it like you would like a turkey. No, no, you don't. You don't smear you don't the cheese with it. mayo. You put it on the outside that gets grilled, because like normally people put yes. butter to instead like of butter, it. right? Instead of butter, you put a little smear of of mayonnaise on the outside, the the side that's going to go on the pan, and the fat content from the mayonnaise because it's just like it's like egg egg and oil essentially um yeah crisps up the bread and i think it makes it a little crunchier and toastier and crisper than butter would so just clarify mayonnaise does not go in the grilled cheese i mean if you wanted to do that i won't stop you um she wouldn't even judge you either she'd cheer you on but for the purposes of like why you're using mayonnaise you put it on the outside the part of the bread that gets toasted because it makes it yes. toastier i hope and it, and it adds this really nice tang to the yeah. to the outside Fairly so usually you'd use mayonnaise. yeah it's it's really really good and I, I, my husband really dislikes 
mayonnaise. Like super a lot. It has I mean, mayonnaise no rejection. Offense, no offense condiment, to Adam. Yes. Not as, an as a condiment. He's fine with it in like a, as a major ingredient, like a tuna salad or whitefish salad or egg or salad or as part of the sauce. This is all fine. But like as a condiment, no, th- he is mustard all the way. But well, I convinced him that the grilled cheese with mayonnaise on the outside of the bread is a superior grilled cheese product. I, no offense to Adam, uh, I don't give his food opinions any credence whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Because he, he thinks cookies are a dessert and they are not. Cookies are a snack. <laughs> <laughs> and I will die on Cookies are not a dessert. They are a snack. So you and Adam are going to meet in the Thunderdome of dessert discussion. Okay. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a new message about sandwiches. Are you ready? Oh, I love talking about sandwiches. I should have just changed the title of this episode to tell us about sandwiches. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll do next week. Just tell us about your sandwiches. All right. My friend used to do peanut butter and mayonnaise. Have you ever done that? Ooh. So. Uh, yeah, well, not on just a plain sandwich, but I have had a burger. I have had a burger with peanut butter and mayonnaise on it, and it was fucking delicious. It was so good. It was at this little like hole in the wall burger place in Tallahassee where I went to college called Monks. I'm crying. Yeah, Monks, and they have all these like specialty burgers and such good sweet potato fries. Um, but I hope they have their menu online. I'm going to like find it. Um, but yeah, I've had I'm a burger. Crying. Right. With peanut <laughs> butter and mayonnaise on it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if wow. they're or they rebranded. Um, but I can understand why they would taste good together. If the, if the peanut butter is really sweet, then the mayonnaise would yeah. add a tangy counterpart to it. Yeah. Yeah, they're no longer in business. That's so sad. Um, but that's not a surprise at the moment. Um, but yeah, Monk's burgers were so delicious. But they were just like, you know, you've seen those like kitschy like burger places where it's just like, we're going to put a bunch of shit on a burger. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's kind of like what it was. <laughs> Um, there, I changed the title to Leisure Comedy Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Um, yeah. <laughs> hashtag sandwiches. Uh, but yes, I've had a burger with peanut butter and mayonnaise, and I think it had like bacon on it as well. Um, I have never had peanut butter and mayonnaise. I'm kind of tempted to go get a spoon, combine both, and taste it. I mean, like, I if you took the mayonnaise off, it would have been fine. Like, a, just peanut butter on a burger is something that I've I've heard of, too. Um so God, wow. I want to find, I want to find this old menu. <laughs> well, you're hunting. Shall I play a message? I bet it's about sandwiches. Is it about sandwiches? Oh yeah. Well, they're all, everything that I've put through. Everything is about the sandwiches. <laughs> Adam is moderating the sandwich feed. Here we go. I honestly could understand it even on a burger, but yeah. between two slices of bread with just peanut butter and mayonnaise that always seemed crazy to me but she would come to school and rant and rave about how good it was i need some other texture because okay. that's just mushy right that's a lot of goo right oh don't say that uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's moist goo 
Um, yeah, don't say that. Uh, but I would try it. I would eat it. All right, I think I you should try it and report. Do you have peanut butter and mayonnaise in your apartment? You should try it and report back. Of course okay. I have it. All right, I'm writing this in my notes for next week, PB and mayo, and we will report back. Okay. The peanut butter and mayonnaise challenge. Okay. Bryn, Bryn, Adam. we're doing this. We're, we're, we're totally, do- Adam is dying laughing. He is so, what, what are you, are you laughing at the peanut butter and mayonnaise no. challenge? All right, he says we need to play this message. Okay. I mean, isn't peanut butter and jelly just a lot of goo also, literally? <laughs> It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. true. You're right. I stand corrected. This is just salmon. alternate tangy goo. But okay. if you have chunky peanut butter, if you have if you have chunky no. peanut butter and no. mayonnaise, that would no. that would differentiate no. the tech. Are you a creamy PB? No. I am a creamy <laughs> PB. I I love peanuts <laughs> and I like peanut butter. But there's something I feel like the peanuts are too small. They're too small in the peanut butter. What do you want, like boulders in your sandwich? <laughs> they're just—I'm sorry, this sandwich doesn't have enough rocks in it. They're not big enough to add anything. They're small enough to be annoying obstacles in my enjoyment. <laughs> they just get stuck in your teeth, right? They okay. do. All right, yeah. but I—that's a fair All right. point. That like jelly. Fair point. Is, Peanut butter and jelly a, is goo too. A, I I stand corrected. A sweet fruit mayonnaise, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> jelly is sweet fruit mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, here's another message. Alternate tangy goo. Title of your sex tape. I'm all right. <laughs> Hi, Sue. We've gone from like what makes you happy to sandwiches to now just like goo. Like that's we've just gone on to things but, that are like goo that you but, eat. But 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 gooey sandwiches make me happy, so that's all in the same, you know, house of wheels. How the same house of wheels. I've never heard that <laughs> in my life. I meant to say wheelhouse, but I forgot the word wheel until I was already through with saying the word house. So I just said it of wheels. I just imagine you being invited to like a house party and you like go there <laughs> and it's just this crazy old woman who has just a house full of like decorative wheels, like organ trails, <sighs> wagon wheels, wagon wheels. On yeah, one bed. of those coffee tables that's a wagon wheel with glass on top. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's high that's high styling right there. Wheels for days. I interrupt myself to bring you myself to tell you that if you are enjoying this episode, you are extremely cordially invited to our next podcast after party, Tuesdays, 7:30 Eastern on Stereo. You can listen to us live on the Stereo app and record messages for us to play like the ones you're hearing, I can guarantee it will be as silly and as strange as this episode. All you need to do is download the free Stereo app at Stereo.com slash SmartBitches, and you can connect with us when we are live every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Just go to Stereo.com slash SmartBitches so you can get started, and you can join us every Tuesday night at 7.30 Eastern. And now, back to Sandwich Mayhem. Okay, so on the topic of sandwiches that make you happy, 
Which yeah. sandwiches make you happy? Oh, I love a grilled cheese. And because I love cheese. soup. And so I love pairing right. with soup. I love putting also apple slices in my grilled cheese. Um, oh. Add some more crunch. Um, and some I fiber. Love I love a, a turkey sandwich. That is my go-to like deli meat sandwich. Um, and we have to talk about this, Sarah. Is a hot Are you going to talk about Gabagool? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is it okay if I don't have an opinion on this one or do I have to have an opinion on this? Well, like if, if we're saying a hot dog is a sandwich because it's meat between two pieces of bread or technically one piece of bread. Um, this is getting then, so weird. I love it. Then a hot dog is my favorite sandwich, preferably with mayonnaise on it. Um, mayonnaise, relish, onions, ketchup, spicy mustard. I like my hot dogs loaded. Um, so if a hot dog is a sandwich, then a hot dog is my favorite sandwich. Okay. understand. Yeah. And then I like grilled cheese and turkey sandwiches. Um, you know, everything else I'm kind of indifferent about. I do hate roast beef sandwiches. And I do really, hate- is it because you can't bite through the roast beef and it gets all stringy? I don't like the texture. Uh, okay. I don't Makes like sense. Bologna sandwiches because that's all I ate as a kid was I was poor. So, uh, we, I would be sent to school with bologna sandwiches on white bread with French's yellow mustard. Like that is what I would eat for lunch. I refuse to eat bologna as an adult. Like I will never consciously choose bologna <laughs> if I have a choice. So bologna is a no-go for me. Okay. Those are my sandwich opinions. I, I like your sandwich opinions. Thank Although you. I have a question about the roast beef one. Have you ever yeah. had a French dip where you take the roast beef on a big ass roll and then you dip it in beef jus, which is kind of like that. a soup, but it's just for the sandwich. Oh, it's so good. It gets too, it's, I've seen other people eat it and it looks like a chore. Um, it is this a sandwich free for all now? <laughs> well, that's why it's just, it's just, it, that's <laughs> why you, you want it to be soggy. That's the whole point. And I if you get some really good, soggy. like, provolone, a little bit of horseradish, no. and it no. soaks up all the gravy. Mm. You're not all right. We have many. S- That's cool. I have sandwich messages, though. <laughs> this has turned oh, into yeah. a sandwich free-for-all. I'm enjoying this. That's fine. Okay, counterpoint. It's not that I don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. It's that I think sandwiches are, in fact, a subset or a subcategory of foods that are wrapped in other foods, right? So there's a lot of Chinese oh. food that's like a carb and then something's on the inside or like a pastry or a calzone. And so I feel like sandwich so. is actually like the genus and species and you're looking at phylum. <laughs> okay, Sue, I don't know if you've heard me talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it again. That I My theory of I universal love. human love 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good. I love how Sue took it to like a scientific place. Well, I mean, she's basically advocating for open-sided dumplings as a as the genus of, of uh, as a subset of, of that where sandwiches are located. But my theory yeah. of universal human love is the idea that as people, as humans, we take a food, we wrap it in a pastry or a dough, yeah. and then we cook it. Because like you said, in Chinese cooking, if you think about in how many languages and how many cultures, there's a word for food in a dough that is cooked and how often that particular food item in that culture is the ultimate expression of comfort, food, and love. So whether it's dim sum or dumplings or kreplach or pierogies or egg rolls or calzones i mean it's all <laughs> totally true but at the sa- so the sandwich is a subset of the food in a dough but it's just open sided well okay you're brilliant sue you're just brilliant i am in I favor think, yeah, of this categorization brilliant. yes well i think i've told you that my roommate stephanie she has a coworker who believes foods are like binary there's two ends of the spectrum Either a food is a quesadilla or a food is a soup. <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this. So like a burger, quesadilla. Is a form of quesadilla. Yeah. Pulled pork is a soup. No, pulled pork is a quesadilla. Unless it's on a, a pork sandwich. That's a Pulled pork sandwich is a quesadilla, but pulled pork or brisket or barbecue is a soup. Because it has sauce. Soup. Yeah. Soup. Potato soup. Uh... Salad, I think that goes in soup. French uh, fries? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think French fries are their own category. I'm, I'm going to ask. I, I don't right think now. they're. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking her right now. Crucial questions: sandwich, quesadilla, yeah, no, Stephanie, soup, I or fries. Went out, to, went out to dinner one time, and we were just thinking of foods, and we're like, no, that'll fit in either soup or quesadilla. So I don't know. Now I am I am from Pittsburgh and soup. one of the French famous French fries are soup. French fries are soup. Yeah. I don't well, just because they're not quesadillas doesn't mean that they're soup. It's a Schrodinger soup here. <laughs> yeah, you 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 can't you, you just I'm because it's not one thing doesn't automatically mean 
it doesn't mean that it's another, but I like it's because so in Pittsburgh, fry is is like a, is a soft and gushy thing. Stop so in Pittsburgh, there's Promantis, and you put the French fries in the sandwich. Like when and you get a sandwich and at Promantis, you put this French fries and the yep. coleslaw in yep. the sandwich, and yep. that's what you get yep. to eat at Permani Brothers. The theory for, as the is to the origin, and I've heard this either stated with great authority and also, no, that's not real, was that steelworkers had a very limited lunch hour and no place to sit. And so in order to get a meal, they just put the sides in the sandwich and ate the whole sandwich that way. Okay. Uh, soup ruling. Uh, Dis- disagree. Fries, I think they're their own class. Well, this is the this is the thought behind the ruling that French fries are soup. French fries because are a soup. French, because French fries, you don't have just one. It's not like a single serve meal. You have multiple, which then must be held in a vessel a non-edible vessel of some sort, therefore making it a soup. So I wonder if like soup quesadilla is really like handheld versus in a vessel. Wow. Does this make sense? I I think it makes sense, (laughs) but I'm still not 100% on board with agreeing. Also, I just think that... hmm. There's a place near me in the Boston area that their their house hot dog has french fries and coleslaw on it and it's delicious you still thinking about french fries as soup <laughs> yes yes i am thinking about french fries <laughs> and soup but we also have I'm messages wake up in the and middle I'm, of the night just be like and i'm gonna wake adam up soup? and be like french fries are a soup <laughs> yes the cat's gonna be like go back to sleep human all right message is a pumpkin pie a pie since it doesn't have a lid, or is it a rather large tart? Mm. Oh gosh, is a pumpkin pie a pie or a tart? Well, okay. So, Ooh. would a lemon meringue be a pie or a tart? Because does the meringue or does the is the, the meringue as a the meringue might count as a lid? Is the meringue the lid? And I mean, then you have honest, pies that are just a lattice work. Is that a lid? Does that qualify? Or like a pecan pie. You don't put a fucking lid on a pecan pie. That's definitely a pie, though, not a tort. But the thing about a pecan pie is that it's very sweet. And a pumpkin pie isn't always sweet. It's a custard. So it could count as a tart. Or it could just be a, yeah, I guess. Oh, God. This is hard. <laughs> I liked it better when right. we were, you know, in the frivolity of talking about sandwiches and not like questioning food. The genus of food. All right, yeah. one more I mean, message here. Okay, so you like hot dogs and you like grilled cheese, but what about a hot dog with cheese on it? Yes, uh, I will eat that, definitely. I just wouldn't put my other toppings on it. Like if I'm adding cheese, I could eat a chili cheese dog, uh, but I wouldn't do it with my normal condiments like relish and stuff like that. So those are two separate kinds of hot dog toppings and never the twain shall meet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got we got food messages. We have gone down That's a dark fine. path. Those two go together. All right. These two go okay. together, according to okay, Adam, who is listen. serving as food moderator. Okay. 
But if a pumpkin pie is a custard, then is it really actually a cheesecake? Because isn't a cheesecake also a custard? Huh. I mean, I've personally never had a, like, non-sweet pumpkin pie. So I, I personally, oh. you know, in my opinion, and like, we wouldn't call that a tart necessarily. That's a tough one. That's hard. I, I feel like the pumpkin pies that I've had are usually sweet. Uh, I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. Um, I love pumpkin pie. I, well, one top tier desserts cake. Cake is always number one. Uh, that will never not be number one. Um, pies are harder for me because I don't know. Fruit pies are okay, but I prefer like a key lime pie, like a lemon meringue. I don't really care about like. But these are all custardy, pie. like pumpkin pie. See, the pumpkin pie recipe I have is not very sweet, but it's also very old and comes from a Crisco cookbook, you know, to give you a sense of its age. Um, but the other pumpkin pies I've had and the sweet potato pie, that's sweet. So, and those are, those are custards. Maybe they're not pies. Maybe they're French fries. But what custard uses egg, right? Does a yeah. pumpkin pie have egg? I've never made a pumpkin pie because I don't really eat them. Does my pumpkin pie recipe have egg in it? I think it might. <laughs> I only make it once a year because I'm really the only person in the house that likes it. But I, feel like I think my pumpkin the, pie has an, has an egg in it. And I also wonder, like, the sweet thing. Um, if Yeah, it does have egg. Um, if this goes into, like, a South thing where things are sweeter. Like, we, we were talking about cornbread on Twitch the other day. And yes, and Yankee and cornbread and Southern cornbread. Yes, Afronaut is totally onto something there, though, because those pies are sweet, but maybe they're custards. Maybe Sue's yeah, right that they're custards. Twitch chat was definitely Team Southern cornbread because that is a superior. Oh, Southern cornbread all the way. We made cornbread and it had brown sugar in it, and I my eyes nearly rolled back on my head. And then you put butter and honey on it, and life is very yes. good. All right, we have more food, food messages. I love food opinions. Well, this is 100% my House of Wheels um, strongly held opinions about minutia and detailed arguments about food. That categorization and classification is 100% what I'm here for. Thank you for having this discussion. <laughs> so, thank you for thank making you the too. discussion so, so great. So glad this is in your House of Wheels. <laughs> yes i'm i'm I, we're almost like we're we're almost like done but i'm gonna say tell us your strongly held food opinions uh my there we go opinion that i have shared with sue that she does not agree with me uh red velvet is a farce and is a terrible <laughs> dessert <laughs> are you gonna lose like your southern uh ness is there gonna be like a, a you're gonna be docked no, southern points I for saying that like I mean, I wouldn't call red velvet Southern, maybe cream cheese frosting, but that's good on anything. But red velvet, <laughs> the, including quesadillas and soup. Yeah, sure. The only <laughs> other difference red velvet is to a chocolate cake is that it uses buttermilk instead of regular milk most of the time. And food coloring. And food coloring. That's garbage. It's a garbage cake, a garbage invention. And if I had a time machine, I would go back in time and prevent it from ever being invented. That is what I would do. 
red, so red, red, red velvet cake is the devil. I just don't like it always has a spot on like a cupcake <laughs> place or a cakery and it doesn't deserve it. It doesn't deserve to be so like wildly carried. I feel like if you just called it like a like a chocolate cake with cream cheese frosting, I wouldn't have an issue. But like red velvet, what does that even mean? Those words mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> All that right. is my strongest <laughs> Okay. Let's see what imp- opinions we have in the in the in the bubbles. Okay. So custards and uh, custards and pies, we've got kind of confused. Okay, so what makes a pie a pie and like you know, the the other, like the other. And it, oh, if we're on that, similar food because of how it's cooked, what's the quiche? <laughs> a quiche is I think quiche savory, is just, right? a, a quiche is usually savory and also it's a very high percentage of eggs. And I feel like the amount of eggs is what differentiates these different levels of pie. So you have quiche, a custard, and then okay. a pie. But a pie wouldn't have any egg in it. So like cherry or... Uh, pecan or pecan chocolate and all that that's the blueberry but then you have the pies with eggs and then you have quiche which is just all eggs with crust this is my theory it is a working theory i can be corrected okay uh i'm i've turned to google Uh, (laughs) thank you for the question after not now i'm going to be really thinking hard about food like all night long turn to google um pie a type of pastry that consists of an outer crust and a right. filling so sometimes right. there's not necessarily an outer crust a quiche is technically a savory custard so quiches are part of the custard family the <laughs> uh, <laughs> genus of custard i'm writing that down i'm gonna write a book called the genus of custard um technically custard can be a filling for some pies and cakes. So I feel like a custard can be a pie, but a pie can't be a custard. Is this like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle, whatever that (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been in school for a very long time. Um, But like custard is usually milk and eggs and not all pies have milk and egg. Right. But we have so many bubbles now. We have so many bubbles now. I'm happy. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, but what if the difference between a pie and a tart is the depth of the vessel in which it's cooked? So, like tarts, tart pans tend to be very shallow versus pie dishes, which are not shallow and tend to be deeper. Um, Also, what do you do about savory tarts? Would love to hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> I I agree in the size difference. Yeah, the, the depth of the vessel flatter. does make a difference. All right. Um, Next message. Because I feel like with like tarts, a lot of tarts are like sour. They're tart, obviously. It's in the name. And I don't know if you want <laughs> it, I don't know if you'd want a like a pie with like so much like lemon curd. Like that might be too much mm. in terms of like depth. And for savory tarts, like I'd eat one. Is that if that was what you were curious about? We, we, we stand on the side tart. of all, all, all dough as vessel for food items. We are in favor of. Yeah, truest expression of human love. Put the food in the dough. Cook the thing. 
Yeah. All right. I am offended for red velvet cake. My goodness. <laughs> Listen. See, now you've just caused a diplomatic incident. No, like, uh, I'm sorry you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to live that life. Um, but honestly. Poor astronaut. What do you get out of a red velvet cake that you couldn't get with, like, a cocoa cake? with cream cheese frosting the red dye doesn't add anything just because it's red doesn't mean it tastes better right like well you just get funny colored poos basically all that dye in your system and i love i love a carrot cake which also has cream cheese frosting but red velvet is nothing special i feel like unless unless there is some like magical red velvet cake that you've had at like some hole in the wall bakery or whatever that just changed your life. And I would consider eating it because I do love cake. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's in the name. I understand my opinion. Red velvet sounds like a fabric. It's a fabric. It's not a cake. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But Amanda, tell everybody how you feel about carrot cake. You like carrot cake. And yeah. I just can't stand by a cake that bl- brazenly tells me we've put carrots in it. It's still a cake, and I expect you to be okay with that. Um, <laughs> lie to me. Just lie. I'd rather live a house of lies. Oh, I got five minutes, and then I got to go yell at a bunch of surgeons. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably we, we, should we, we should yell at the surgeons about red velvet cake. We should just you go in there and be like, too. listen. Yeah, just tell them about red velvet cake and carrot cake. Have you never had, like, a chocolate zucchini cake? Like, a chocolate zucchini cake with, like, frosting? What do you mean, bleh? You don't even taste it. You want to hear something that might gross you out, but it's so good? Um, Oh, God. Chrissy Teigen's meatloaf recipe has, like, shredded carrot and mushroom in it. And it is the moistest fucking meatloaf I've ever made in my life. (laughs) It is so delicious. The hill, the hill that I will die on is hatred of meatloaf. I hate the meatloaf. They're just like sweet Ugh. and and wet. <laughs> they're just sweet, wet. I love your sex tape. Sweet and wet. Um, okay. So I understand adding it to things to make it like a moister, denser thing. Whatever you're putting carrots in. I okay. like carrot cake. Sorry, I'm not going to apologize for it too. Okay, so I think a custard has no crust and a pie has crust. That's what I'm assuming. But when we go back to our old argument about pumpkin having egg, um, I think creme brulee, that would be more of a custard, right? Because there would be no crust. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Creme brulee is a custard, having made them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No question. But I feel like I've had. Oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> so, what is a pizza pie? A pizza pie? What do you mean, like a pizza? It's a pizza. Is a pizza yeah, a pie? It's pizza. Is that what you're saying? No. Well, I mean, if it's deep dish and it's cooked in a skillet, it might count as something like a pie, but I don't think that it's a pie. I've never had deep dish pizza. Oh. Oh, my. 
I know. I've never had deep well, pizza. Though I, I do get a birthday pizza every year from my favorite pizza place. But I if we're if we're thinking about pies in terms of shape and like depth and height, a deep dish pizza would fit as a pie. But like a regular pizza is flat. There's not yeah. much like height to it. Unless you've got hot dogs in the crust, in which case it's something else then entirely. Then you might have some. <laughs> then it's an abomination. <laughs> you might have. Then it's a. <laughs> then, it, then it is a. It is an of itself a picnic. It is just a picnic. Uh, All right. One of the Next message. Of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> hot dogs and hamburgers are not sandwiches. They are grilled foods. I will not back down. <laughs> A panini is a grilled sandwich. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that that is a flaw in this in this in this stance here. A panini is a grilled a, sandwich. A grilled totally is not a mutually ex, is not mutually exclusive. You can have and you can put the grilled things on the sandwich, right? Oh yeah, there's definite yeah. overlap there. It's they're they're not exclusive. It's not like French fries and and soup. They could be a grilled, which sandwich. are not this. It could be a grilled sandwich, absolutely. What are your opinions on coffee cake? Because I love it. Yes. Oh, coffee cake. I am so in favor. Yes. All the coffee I, cake. Because it's I, like it's it's like dessert for breakfast on purpose with, with, with permission. I still don't know what those little crumbs are on top of a coffee cake. They're a mystery oh, to me, but they're delicious. So good. And I love them. They're so good. Oh, they're and so no good. And either just preserve the mystery. No, <laughs> it can just be a mystery. Like my husband and his friends in high school were convinced that there was no way to truly define what nougat was. This can be your nougat. You don't know what the little crispy bits on top of a coffee cake are, but they're good. I the coffee cake is nougat. Is, this is this was a mystery all through high school. I couldn't it's tell just you. Like sugar, like hard sugar. No, it's gooey sugar. It's moist gooey sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the <laughs> sequel to the genus of custard, by the way. I'm going to write that nougat down. Nougat can be crunchy. <laughs> That's true. Nougat can be crunchy. But coffee cake? Oh, coffee yeah. cake. Now I want coffee cake. Big mm. thumbs up. Team coffee Hell cake. yeah. Team coffee cake. So was Sula bothered by the fact that there was a, a root vegetable in the <laughs> cake and it is still that cake? Okay, so what about a sweet potato pie? That's a vegetable, right? I, yes. I hate this place. Afrogot, <laughs> <laughs> please know we like you. We like you very much. You are making our evening much more fun. So we like you. But I think sweet potatoes are a different kind of sweet than carrots. So they're slightly different in terms of, you know, root tubers. Speaking of food hacks, like the mayonnaise on the grilled cheese, I learned this food hack and it blows my mind. So if you ever make pecan sticky buns, which are so labor intensive, but if you ever decide to make it pecan sticky buns, um, uh -huh. you, you can use mashed potatoes as a thickener for the What? And <gasps> it makes this like nice balance of like not being too dense, being like a little cakey, but like mashed potatoes as a thickener in like a sticky bun dough 
you I mean you wouldn't even know mashed potatoes are in it but wow game game changer and I'm okay with vegetables as our desserts I love a sweet potato so sweet potato carrot all the all the way Sue has very strong. Sue just doesn't so. like carrot cake. Yeah. And, you know, Sue, this is the SAT of this episode. Sue is to carrot cake as Amanda is to devil's food, and we just have to accept it. No, uh, red velvet. I love devil's food mm. cake. I don't know what you're I beg your pardon, red velvet. I beg your pardon, red velvet, which is which is devil's food dyed red with weirdness. Okay, we just need to cut out all these veggies and put them in an entire different area because they shouldn't even be considered cake. I can see this argument, but the vegetables have found their way into the cakes. And, you know, a little fiber can be good for you. And most of the time you don't even know. It's not like you're getting, it's not like you're biting into a carrot cake and out comes a baby carrot. Like, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't crunch into a baby carrot when you're eating carrot cake. I feel like. It's true. I feel like carrots. Like shredded carrots have the same consistency to me as like shredded coconut. Um, oh, I hate coconut. It's like eating candle wax. So, like, I wonder, like, Sue, do you hate shredded coconut? You might be yelling at surgeons right now, which is she's totally yelling at surgeons now. So she shouldn't be yelling at us about carrots. All so right, you got like, two more. Curious. Okay. Um, then the mayonnaise, like on the grilled cheese, actually isn't isn't too weird. Um, like I'm half Hispanic myself. When we, when we make a uh, Tortas, when we're like you know yeah. toasting the bread, we, instead of using butter, we'll use mayonnaise as well. So it's not terribly too far off, and it's really good. Oh, it's yeah, hella I good. Love mayonnaise. Hella but I also good. Feel like people who hate mayonnaise really hate mayonnaise and are pretty. Oh yeah. Nervous. I married into about, a family full of people like that. Yeah, they they get all hate pretty mayonnaise. cagey. When you're like, oh, I yeah. put mayonnaise in this recipe. And they're like, what? No, I don't like it. And it's not whitefish salad. Then get the hell out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, uh, anytime where you're toasting or crisping something, the extra fat, you're so right. The extra fat in the mayonnaise makes the crisping and the browning, the the, the yes. Maillard reaction, super, super good. All right. We have a question about haggis. Are you ready? Oh, interesting. Totally random, but have either of you ever had um scottish haggis because i've tried it before and i absolutely love it even though it's basically like the organs of a sheep okay yeah it's cooked in the sheep's stomach right have you had haggis i have never had haggis but i am down to try it because i feel like it's the supersized version of food but it's not in a pastry it's in another food it's in the it's organ. In, it's, it's, in it's, it's, organ. It's, it's in the. It's, it's wait. It's 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 the Scottish version of turducken, or wait. What is it that Luke? What is it that Luke crawls into in, in Empire Strikes oh, Back? Yeah, it's it's the, yes, it's the the tauntaun of food. It's I'm down to try it. I think it sounds great. I haven't had it either, but I I am definitely a, a try anything once in terms of food. So I would eat it. I would give it a a try. So so when we can travel. You and I should go to Scotland and eat haggis. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Okay, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we absolutely should. All right. But now that leads into the other argument of Miracle Whip versus mayo. Miracle Whip. Oh. Oh, no. Duke's mayonnaise all the way. Uh, Hellman's mayonnaise. Unless you want a little something extra than Kewpie mayonnaise from Japan. Oh, so good. Um, 
Kewpie mayonnaise has like a little like lemony taste to it for me, like citrusy. Uh, love Miracle Whip, but I treat it like it's gold. I know I can get it at the grocery <laughs> store anytime I want, but I try to use it sparingly. Um, and sometimes like I'll do half and half, like half mayonnaise, half Miracle Whip. Um, but yeah, I'm a Hellman's house. Uh, house house hell i have a <laughs> i have a big tube of duke's mayonnaise and it's running Ooh. out and i'm getting nervous oh yeah like the upside down um like a plastic dispenser but you squeeze it and it comes out the bottom oh i was oh yeah sure massive like, oh like a like a toothpaste tube full of mayonnaise yeah, that will be amazing I, can you imagine just putting mayonnaise on your toothbrush <laughs> Right, yeah. Well, I think you will tonight. I think you'll be like, this is what I need to do with my life now. I'm going to play World of Warcraft and brush my teeth with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. All right. Really hit rock bottom. (laughs) So on the haggis thing, that's not, again, it's not too far off. So if any of you have ever had menudo, it's, um, you know, it could be beef or pork innards. Um, And I know when you say it that way, it's extremely off-putting. But it's the same, only it's a soup. Innards yep. is not a is not a attractive word in general. No um, <laughs> entrails either, but not entrails. Yeah, what's it? What is it? Sweet meats? Is that another sweet word bread. for sweet bread? Sweet breads. Sweet breads. Yes, is innards are actually right? called sweet. Bre- yeah, sweet breads is is brains, and I think other organs too, right? Or is it just brains? I, it sounds much more attractive than innards. I think I've it's had sweet, sweet breads. I think I've had sweet breads once. All right, let's do where. one more. Okay. Mayo always over Miracle Whip any day. <laughs> See, I'm with I'm with Afronaut. I'm I'm totally with Afronaut, 100%. Listen, Duke's mayonnaise Afronaut, all the way. I, I feel like we could have been such good friends, uh, but you have <laughs> such terrible food opinions, and it's oh a no, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Though. Well, especially your, your opinions. Just, a special message for me, Afrodite. Buenas noches. Muchísimas gracias. Um, I, I like your food opinions, personally. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us and having strong opinions about food this evening. This went off the rails in the best way. It went off the rails in the very best way. And I'm feeling so much happier now having heard about carrot cake, devil's food cake, red velvet cake, and food inside dough. I'm telling you, food inside dough is just the human expression of love. If you liked this episode and you want to join us for our next live broadcast, it is super easy. The next podcast after party, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Stereo. All you need to do is download the free Stereo app at Stereo.com slash smartbitches. You can connect with us when we're live and it is super fun. Sue hangs out with us and on one of our Instagram posts, she said, you guys make me so happy. It's like talking with friends and then you screech about entirely inconsequential things as though they were incredibly important. Yes, that is exactly what we do. We talk about our pets. We sing songs to our pets and then share those songs. And we're going to do everything like that again because it's delightful and silly. So please join us for our next podcast after party, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Stereo. Download the free app at Stereo.com slash You can connect with us when we're live every Tuesday night, 7.30 Eastern. Thank you again to Amanda for hanging out with me, to Garlic Knitter for transcribing this episode, and to the Patreon community for making sure that every, every episode is accessible to every, everyone. As always, I end with a bad joke. 
This is terrible and I love it. It's my favorite thing to do at the end of every episode. I love it so much. Are you ready? Get ready to share a terrible joke with everyone you know. Ahem, serious podcaster voice. Did you hear about the guy who bought a 51% share of a vampire hunting company? Yeah, he's now the main stakeholder. (laughs) It's so silly. I love it. (laughs) The main stakeholder. (laughs) All right. If you want to send me bad jokes, you know I love to hear them, right? SBJpodcast at gmail.com or Sarah with an H at smartbitchestrashybooks.com. Either way, I love hearing from you and I love when you send me bad jokes. On behalf of everyone here, we wish you the very, very best of reading and a wonderful weekend. We'll see you back here next week. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.